Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, I am hungry and ready for tonight's show. My stomach's growling, Derek. It is. We are talking about snacks, uh, all sorts of things from our favorite snacks to the best use of a snack credit, snacking around the world and hidden gems. And really, Doug, we're not doing this just because we're hungry. We're trying to help you not miss out on all the magical snacks that they have at Walt Disney World. You know, snacking is as important as fast pass planning and, uh, you know, well, when knowing you're walking, your transportation. When you're walking 10 to 14 miles, you need to have those snacks to survive. Your kids need to have Ew. snacks. And so there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of bad ones you can get. Yeah. And so we're going to kind of go through some of the some of our favorites and best price. And so, Doug, let's start it off with your favorite. What is your favorite snack? And if you have never listened to this show before, uh, welcome. But everyone knows Doug's favorite snack. It's Dole Whip. Um, in particularly when I can splurge, I go with the Dole Whip float. Um, it can't be beat. It's uh, Dole Whip, for those that don't know, is a pineapple soft serve sorbet. It's not actually an ice cream. There is no dairy in it. And a Dole Whip float is, you guessed it, pineapple soft serve in pineapple juice so you really gotta like your pineapple but man it is good and it can only be found in Adventureland at the magic kingdom and at the polynesian and at the animal kingdom and at food and wine festival this list has gotten longer hasn't yeah, it? yeah i know a few years it, ago it was only it was you know one, uh, one location yeah oh and then two when the, the poly, poly and at the Adventureland at uh aloha isle so now they've kind of expanded it um, pretty soon. I would imagine Toy Story Land needs Dole Whip. You I think. don't know how. It's a natural fit. So hopefully Makes we'll com- see it. Makes complete sense. Studios. Uh, Dole Whip is also my wife's favorite Disney snack. And so this last weekend, I actually tried making homemade Dole Whip. How'd it go? Uh, it tasted like the real thing. In fact, I had a buddy of mine that I work with who I know listens to the show. I made him some as well. He's a Dole Whip connoisseur, and he says it tastes just like Dole Whip, except it didn't whip. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a um, kind it's of a slushy. Icy. Yeah, it was more yeah. of an icy type texture. Like Couldn't get it to whip of, right. A lot of frozen yogurt places where it's like the self-serve frozen yogurt, and you can put a thousand toppings on. A lot of them will have the exact same mix that they get from Dole. Um, you can actually go online and order the powder from Hawaii, make your own. But um, the frozen yogurt places, they they aren't smart enough. They leave the settings the same as they do for the frozen yogurt, even though there's no dairy in this. So temperature-wise, it's never the same. So whenever you get it at a frozen yogurt place, it has the taste, but not the creaminess, not the texture that Disney, only Disney magic can create. 
Well, we could probably do a whole show on Dole Whip. So if you've yeah, never had it, we highly recommend checking it out. It is kind of a Disney staple. In, yeah, and in Disneyland, you actually get a little umbrella and a cherry. So they know how to do it there. And you can get it pro tip for Disneyland. There's a big line outside in Adventureland. Or you go inside the queue to the Tiki Birds, and you can order from inside the queue and take it on into the Tiki Birds. Disney World, it's the only attraction where they let you take food in on purpose is the Tiki Room. They will let you take in Dole Whip. Turkey Leg, no. Other things, no. Dole Whip, yes. Disney World's very strict, but they'll let the Dole Whip into the Tiki Room. I didn't know that. There you go. Bonus thing I just learned. I'll have to remember the next time we go down. Well... That's your favorite, Doug, yes. so I'm going to share my favorite, though I do think it's funny. The last trip we went on, I never got one, but I I'm a big... I didn't get a Dole Whip either. I know, that is true. We, neither of us got our favorite snack, but I'm a huge pretzel guy, and I really love the Mickey pretzels, so they're not heart-shaped, they're Mickey-shaped, and then you can also get cheese sauce with it, and that all comes on the dining plane. Usually those things run about 6 bucks. so yep. uh, definitely... A, what I like about them is, one, I can split them with my kids and all be full, but it does. It gives you that carbo load you really need when you're hungry going through the parks. Kind of a, To me, it's a really good snack to give you energy. And I'm a salt guy. I like salt. So. Uh, yeah, you need that salt replenish those electric lights, right? Yep. It's practically like a Gatorade, but shape of Mickey. Um, that's also Alden's favorite uh, snack. He, I asked everybody what their favorite snacks were. That's Alden's favorite snack, the Mickey pretzel. With the cheese sauce, he'll eat that thing as long as we let him. So, um, should we do the other favorites from the families? Or yeah, do you have more um, no, that that's my favorite. I was just going to do my number one, but my kids really love the probably the other famous one, the Mickey ice cream, mm, where you kind of the Mickey bar, chocolate or vanilla dipped in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple thing. I've always wondered how many of those Disney sells in a day. I saw them. I saw, I once saw on like uh, the food network, those things getting made is like one a second, but uh, my kids mow down those things. They eat uh-huh. a ear at a time. And uh, I think I see every single kid at Disney world with a, a Mickey ice cream. Cause it does get hot. You yeah. need that coolness. And they keep them really cold. So they do stay fairly frozen for a little while. I'll give you a chance to eat them. I think Claire ate one every night at dinner on the cruise. She never ventured to another dessert. She's Mickey bar. It's like not mess with what I know is going to be good. So she likes the Mickey bar. But so I asked the kids what they liked. Um, Claire said cake pops and the Olaf um, marshmallow wand, very specifically Olaf. I don't think it's a different flavor, but there you go. Uh, so we like to go to the places like the Big Top Treats, the Confectionery, Sweet Spells, um, Zuri Sweets, and Animal Kingdom, where they have the big glass case, and you can look into it and pick out desserts. So they that's what Claire likes, the cake pops and that. Um, Samantha and Alden both said the big giant chocolate chip Mickey cookie, where the ears are dipped in chocolate. I think they like that because it's gigantic. It's bigger than their head. It's also on the dining plan, pretty good value. Um, Michelle's favorite dessert is a chocolate-covered pineapple spear. So um, she's getting some fruit into her snack. Evidently, we're a very pineapple-y household. And then she said if she's not in the mood for that, a cake pop. So I guess she's a lot like a 7-year-old. Nothing wrong with a cake pop. And with how much those things cost at Disney World. 
but see where your dessert six dollars but very filling it's like a Mm -hmm. meal substitute like it will get you through to dinner right yep the cake pop is like might possibly be the smallest amount of actual food but yet they're um, like five six seven bucks depending on what you get they're they're crazy because they're time consuming to make a lot like have you ever made cake pops at home it's way too much work it is why you only buy them so uh but yeah that's what the kids like they like those cases um especially when we're on the dining plan and we're a little looser with the yes you can get that well speaking of the dining plan that is a question that we get quite a bit because when you have it you want to get the best bang for your buck now I'm not gonna lie there was a time my kids really wanted a banana and I ended up using a snack credit on a 19 cent banana that Disney was trying to sell for like three bucks anyway terrible value but the kids really wanted it and they're young and it kind of I don't know. Did they at least happy. like pretend it was a telephone for a minute no, or something? No, no, no. They, no. Just, just, they needed a banana. Just so eating the banana. So that's you know sometimes as a parent you gotta do it. But uh, me, I'm always looking for the best bang for my buck. And a good rule of thumb is the five dollar rule. If mm-hmm. it's five dollars or above, that's a good value for your snack credit. So Doug, uh, let's talk about some of your favorite uh, best values on the dining plan. Well, one that we really like is at Sleepy Hollow in the Magic Kingdom, and that is the waffle. I really like the Nutella waffle. There's fruit on it, all kinds of good things. Um, and it's six fifty, something in that range. So that's a really good value. Um, that's something we do like to get. Basically, anything I mentioned that my kids like is a pretty good value, too. Um, for Speak- some reason... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Sleepy Hollow, they also have the funnel cakes there, which oh, I was yeah. going to mention. Yeah, the funnel cake's a great uh, value. I Now, I'm not sure if the one with ice cream is on the dining plan or not. There's some that are, some that aren't. But over at the uh, over at Hollywood Studios, there's uh, like a stand in front of Indiana Jones, like a cantina, I think is the name of it. Um, they have a funnel cake where the ice cream is covered by the dining plan credit but at the magic kingdom it's not and at epcot in um, the america pavilion the funnel cake is not on the dining plan at all even though it costs less so uh the dining plan and snacks sometimes are befuddling as to what's on it and what's not i also think just the popcorn it's under that five dollar rule you threw out there which is an excellent rule but um just a regular popcorn is four dollars but you gotta love some disney popcorn and sometimes that's not bad to use for your snack credit either well that one takes a little time to eat i do love getting and plus i they add some magic in there because disney popcorn is even better than movie theater popcorn Mm -hmm. and i can just walk around the park for an hour just munching on that or so it's uh or waiting for a parade or a nighttime show that's when you get popcorn yep yep it kills that time while you're waiting for the show to start that's when we eat lots of our snacks that's when alden gets his pretzel that's when michelle has her pineapple sphere all that sort of stuff so uh yeah all right you want to know my favorite bang for my buck yeah starbucks the venti whatever you want mocha latte anything they're about and you i know, get caramel in it you can get caramel in it oh if you excellent want. so good. they're they're usually about five or six bucks but you can get that 20 ounces of coffee goodness on the dining plan and i feel like that is the best thing because when you're a parent and you're a coffee drinker and you want to splurge anyway and get something blended or iced uh that's a perfect opportunity to be able to do it yeah 
And now that you get two snack credits with the dining plan, like utilizing your snacks wisely is even more important to get the full value out of the dining mm-hmm. plan. Because uh, say you buy two bottles of water with your two snacks, that you only add it up to $6 total, but you buy two $6 cupcakes, that's $12. Like You can see the definite win that you can get there. Yeah, those cupcakes aren't cheap. Mm-mm. Especially and when the, they do special character cupcakes or yeah. uh, the Star Wars ones, we got a, mm-hmm. we had to get a, a Darth Vader cupcake. We did. I, don't, I don't even remember how much that was, but no, but it tasted. It like, was amazing. It was good. It was that peanut butter chocolate mousse stuff, and they had the um, force in it. The Hollywood Studios tends to have the best cupcake. I variety. agree. I agree um, completely. They had one with sprinkles and stuff on it. The last, and they had the cards one, the Lightning McQueen mm-hmm. cupcake there. And, uh, you know, before, back in the day, they had Star and Rolls Cafe, and they had a bunch of specialty cupcakes in there. Um, this is before the cupcake thing took off to other areas of the parks. And uh, Star and Rolls is no more. Starbucks came in, Trolley Car Cafe. But now you can still get, like, the peanut butter or Butterfinger cupcake there. Some of those, the red velvet one that they have is still available at Starbucks. So go there, get your cupcake uh, game on. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, another good tip is uh, when it's hot out, don't be afraid to get ice cream. Some of those ice cream vendors, I know uh, the root beer floats at, uh, was it Aunt, uh, Aunt uh, Gravity? Auntie Gravity. Oh, Auntie Gravity's, yep, that root beer yeah. float. That's a that's a pretty big size that you get on the snack credit. Mm-hmm. You got that smoothie. Was that on the snack credit or was that, that was, that was good. But I, I bought it. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't have the dining plan when I got it, but it was a good smoothie. Oh. Uh, so it was a good bang for my personal buck. I, I would assume it's a snack credit, but uh smoothie in including the souvenir Mickey straw, six nineteen on the dining plan, sir. Perfect. So, well, that yeah, was, that's a really good. I'll have to remember credit. that the next time I go when I'm actually mm-hmm. on the dining plan again, because I felt like that was really good. It filled me up for, of the day. So those are some of my favorite best use of snack credits. Do you have anything else to add? Um, you know, I think we got that $5 rule in general, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just kind of watch, um, check the menus. Cause like you could be, you know, all the carts have slightly different stuff. The Disney, you know, the, my Disney experience app has all the menus on it. Um, or an app like touring plans, their lines app has all the menus on it, very easy to use. You could be one cart over from what you really want. So don't be afraid to take a little time and plan out your snacks. It sounds really weird, like so easy to say, like, yeah, we'll just find whatever. But don't settle for whatever. Look for what you want and take advantage of those credits if you're on the dining plan. If you're not on the dining plan, you can, you know, use your calories wisely. That's yeah, but you walk so much. Yeah. Okay. You're burning. But yeah, you, you you can that's what's great about snacks is you can splurge zero a little calories. bit. Yeah, it's it's all zero negative calories. You got you need that energy. So let's talk about a, a fun one that you and I tried to do, uh, but uh, a lot of people do, and that's snacking around the world when you're at Epcot. A lot of fun, unique mm. and different foods that you can try. Definitely some must do's, Doug. So yeah. What are some of the uh, must-do fun ones that if you're going to Epcot, you might want to get in line for or at least go check out? Well, I think you first you said we tried to do it. That's very true. We failed miserably, although I did get a Diet Coke in Africa, so that counts. They have Diet Coke in Africa. They do. 
Yeah, I got it. So that and we checked that box. Um, no, I think um, you know you kind of there's two big places that I think are important to hit food wise. That's in Germany. You have the Werther's, the caramel store there. Um, just about everything there is excellent. They have a show kitchen where you can watch them make things. The other great place is the bakery in Norway. Mm-hmm. Lots of good treats, bakeries type. Off, you have that cinnamon that roll. That cinnamon roll, thing. and that was Huge. the problem. We were going to snack around the world. Then I ate a cinnamon roll the size of a small cat, and uh, <laughs> it kept me full for the next three hours. Yeah, I, I couldn't snack bread. around the world. And school bread's awesome, but very filling, uh, easy to share. And, like, the kids love the troll horns and other things from the Norway one. And it's fairly ethnic. It is it is a little different than what you get other places, so that's neat. Um, I think those are the two big – if you're just, like, looking for a snack in the World Showcase, those are great places to go. Um, Italy has – oh, not Italy. Japan has the shaved ice. Um, which just usually ends up being a bunch of ice and no syrup in mine, you know, and then my kids have, like, too much syrup and they spill it on themselves. But uh, that's one thing in uh, Japan, have that shaved ice going on. Um, what other snacks? I guess France has a pa- whole a whole uh, counter service room of pastries. Oh, yeah, they had a really good uh, pan of chocolate that's fantastic and all sorts of great. you got to stop in there. It's amazing. Yeah, and you also have the crepes out on the walkway, which is easy to get to. Um, So you can get lots of different types of crepes, I believe. A a simple uh, one is uh, chips and salsa or queso. We did that uh, in the Mexican pavilion. We did, yeah. The cava and... I mean, they weren't authentic, but well, still... Wakaba's more authentic. We were outside at like the Catina. Oh yes. yeah, that was basically. I think we could have had those same nachos at a high school football game, but uh, be fancy. So it's a good. School. It's a good place to start if if you're drinking yeah. around the world while snacking. Base always base good to layer. get a good base in there. Yeah, that's what that would have done, and. Um, Japan also has their big department store with all kinds of Japanese candy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of neat to explore. Buy a couple different gummy snacks and let your kids taste them. Um, and get if you're around the world, I was going to say if you're like me and love pretzels, you got to get a pretzel in Germany. Oh, those things are huge. They too. are They're, another they, one that's worth the snack credit because you're going to eat that and be full for the next three or four dinner. hours. That is called dinner, or you need six people to eat it. That too. Well, but also being, you know, part German, and if you're drinking and snacking around the world, that's another good base to have. Yeah. What about England? England have any snacks that, I mean, fish and chips comes to mind, but that's not a snack. That's that's dinner. Yeah, nothing about England just screams Yeah, but the the Yorkshire country fish, that's one of the most travel plans has as like a a must-go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fish and chips kind of guy, but I, you know, that place always has a line. Yeah, I ate a lot of fish and chips in Seattle and Vancouver. That was my go-to menu item when I didn't get salmon. Um, but yeah, that place always has a line. Canada, um, yeah, I'm not thinking of a snack that I have to have in Canada. Now the uh, port of entry type area, there's little uh, things as you come into the World Showcase by Canada, a snack pavilion. They have the uh, cronut there, the croissant donut combination. That is good. Hmm, that does sound good. Why'd we miss that one? 
because we left through the international gateway and we didn't get to Canada. Yeah. My my bad. Next time. Next time. So yeah. You missed uh in did you say in Italy you get a gelato? Oh no, I I skipped over Italy. Gelato is good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And Can't then all, another one that you and I got to do is uh, we hit up some caramel. Yes, we in, did caramel. Uh, caramel couche in the Germany Pavilion. Yep, and so if you, if you like caramel, caramel popcorn, caramel chocolates, caramel everything. So if you have a, yeah. if you have a love for caramel, that is a must do. Michelle always gets their caramel um, covered apples. That's, that's what she likes. She'll get it to go, throw it in the bag, take it home, like eat it on the bus. Um, sometimes they'll cut it for you too to make it easier to eat. You don't have to eat it off a stick. Oh, nice. Uh, snacks not on a stick. That's a whole topic in itself. Then next week on Rope Drop Radio. But uh, really, if you are having a good time in Epcot, I know you can go during food and wine or any of the shows and get a bunch of other snacks. Oh, but yeah. uh, it, it's the just, show is not long enough for that. No, and but it's it is fun to be able to go. I mean, we failed. Uh, but thankfully, you know, we did. But next time we will succeed a little bit more. We'll plan it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But it is fun. It's fun to go to other countries, try different snacks. And that's one thing about having a snack credit and a dining plan is that you can be adventurous. And if you don't love it, uh, you're not feeling you're, like you're out a lot of money because it came off the plan that you already paid for. And if it's above $5, yeah. it's a win anyway. Yep. You're not... You're not getting water or a like a little bag of Mickey-shaped or a Diet fish. Coke. The Diet Coke. Yeah, you know, I didn't use a snack credit for the Diet Coke. I just broke down and bought it in Africa. It's a long ways from China to Germany. You got to get a drink. You got to get a drink in between. Uh, yeah. So, Norway to China. Sorry, whatever. Wherever it's at in the world. They, they don't have any forget. African snacks, do they? It was just all drinks. It didn't seem like it. It's just that Coke that, That's thing. a missed opportunity. They had some beer. I think there's some African beer on tap. If I remember right. Some of the yeah, same drink stuff around they have the world. That, the there's table. another show. Drinking around yeah, the world's a that's a little more serious. We did get topic. our drinking snack in France. We did. We drank our we drank our snack. We drunk our snack. Makes we sense. Sipped our snack. Snipped sipped yeah. our snack. I like it. We sipped our snack. All right. Well, that's kind of Epcot in a nutshell, but definitely mm-hmm. try something. And if there is something unique, we want to hear from you. So let us know some of the fun things that you've gotten to try. I know we didn't even mention the egg rolls in China. I know a lot of uh, people love. Uh, Rocco those... Baklava. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a pavilion so. I always seem to walk by. No. It's a shame. It's it beautiful. Is. I, I they wish they need attract. an attraction. Yep. I agree. So uh, let's talk about some other famous uh, Disney, and this is kind of how we'll finish off the show. Some of the other famous Disney-only snacks, the ones that you can only get somewhere on property. Uh, one of my favorite ones is, uh, I just think, mostly because it's from Beauty and the Beast, is the gray stuff, which you can only get in the BR Guest Restaurant. Um, is there anything yeah. else, Doug, that unique to Disney that you want to mention? The gray stuff. Um well, I would say the kitchen sink. Oh, that was on my list um, to, to say. Oh, well, you, you threw it over to me, Derek. I did. So the kitchen sink, they've kind of come up with some other kitchen sinks lately. But the real one is at uh, Beaches and Cream at the Beach Club Resort, which we just talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, basically, it's a kitchen sink full of ice cream and like every topping. And it's way more than you can possibly eat. But it is—it's really good. It definitely, you share it with as many friends as you can make. 
Um, but uh, that's a good one. I I don't really that, those were the two big ones on my list. Uh, trying to think of some other one. Do you have another one? I know there's a a lot of big milkshakes like uh, 50, 50's yeah. prime time. That's a good one to mention. 50's, the peanut butter and jelly shake. Yes, at fifties. That's that's uh, yeah. That? that is that is super famous. I haven't tried it, but uh, it's definitely one that I know a lot of people go to. Will go to fifties prime time just to get. So there you go. Another unique one only to Disney World. What else do you got, Doug? Um, there's a milkshake at Men and Bills Dockside Manor. Um, you know I don't know that it's exclusive. It's like a frosty. Uh, but you can only find it at Men and Bills. I actually ate it while we recorded a show that we haven't published yet. So someday you'll hear that, me eating on air. But uh, they sometimes will have blue milkshakes. So it's blueberry, but it's Star Wars themed. I mean, where else are you going to get a blue milkshake um, other than Disney and mm. Star Wars? So just wait. The Star Wars experience, I may be a little more excited about it than I should be. Um, but that's yeah, the milkshake. It's five five fifty. Good dining plan credit. Uh, nice and cool. It's thick enough. You need a spoon, and it's even better when they make it blue. Yeah, that was. Uh, I watched you eat it. It looked good. I didn't even get a sip. No, I wasn't sharing. No, you weren't. I thought I thought we were gonna. I thought we had that all planned out. Nope, nope. Doug. Doug drank it all. So, nope, um, did not share. Yeah, those are kind of my big ones. The other one I keep thinking about, though, uh, anytime you and I do a podcast, is I'm still remembering that bread pudding at Ohana. Mm-hmm. Not so much a snack. Yeah, uh, there. But you know, but you it can is go very unique. It. Yeah, it's unique to Disney. Get it at the bar next door to Ohana as a snack. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah, that bread pudding with the banana foster sauce and it's, it's magical. It's magical. Um, let's see other snacks. I mean, you got the classic, the Mickey bar, the Mickey ice cream sandwich. Um, one thing, there is a cinnamon roll at Gaston's that a lot of people love. Um, it used to be at the main street bakery until Starbucks came into town. Um, but they moved over Gaston's. So that's a pretty neat snack, a big cinnamon roll. Similar to kind of what you had in Norway, except, you know, all-American rather than Norwegian. Um, but uh, cinnamon roll's good. We've had that a few times when you need, a like, a filling snack. Yeah, it's another good one. That is. Well, I'm I'm getting kind of hungry, all the all this too. talks about snacks. It's, it's definitely helping me for my next trip, planning a little bit better, uh, making sure I get a couple of these, I guess, e-ticket snacks, yeah, you can say. Yeah, uh, Totally, so, e-ticket Maybe yep. a D ticket. You don't want to waste it, your stomach on the A's and the B's. No, and you want to you want to get those snacks that are filling, that are going to keep you going and motivated. You don't want to get something uh, too greasy that just wipes you out for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are some of those like you can get some you know French fries covered with chili cheese sauce at some different places, and I don't know how you move the rest of the day in the Florida heat after something like that. Um, they used to be called Figaro fries at uh, Pinocchio's, but they kind of moved them around. Um, there's a Cheshire, the Cheshire Cafe has a cattail sort of thing. It looks like a long john that's you know purple and pink for the Cheshire cat. And a lot of little things all around. You just got to check your menus, 
Um, read all the science. Don't just buy the first thing you, you come to. If you do a little bit of research on what you want to snack on and where you want to snack, you can definitely enjoy it a lot more. I agree. That's a good point. Good tip. So we want to hear from you. We're going to be asking on Facebook and Twitter what's your favorite snack. So let us know and we can talk a little bit more about them. Maybe maybe we missed one. You know, there is. There's probably oh, someone yeah, out there sure. we missed. Uh, they're really upset right now because we missed their favorite snack. So please let yep. us know. It might be one that you and I haven't tried. So this next rope awesome. drop trip that, you know, let us know and we will try it. And then we will talk about it on air after we go whenever our next trip is. So, but uh, definitely, definitely worth getting something new, trying something new, going to Epcot, you know, trying a different country. It's it's a lot of fun to be able to snack and you got to do it. And never yep. feel afraid to break down and buy a snack if you or your kids get hungry. Yeah, they're expensive, yeah. but when you're walking 10 plus miles, you do need those calories. They do keep you going. Yeah. Snack, snack, snack. There you go. Awesome. Well, if you are thinking about doing a trip anytime soon or need to know the Rope Drop Queen's favorite snacks and where to go get those, she'd love to talk to you about them. You can email Michelle directly at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. She is a sponsor of the show and has also helped us plan a lot of our snacking. And so always a great reference with a wealth of knowledge on Disney stuff. And uh, please uh, subscribe to our podcast, and we love hearing from you, so never be afraid to ask questions. Doug, I think we're going to be doing another question and answer show here coming up, so let's start getting these questions in so we can, you know, answer them for you. That's our favorite thing. We love to talk Disney, all things Disney, and we thank you so much for listening to the show. Be sure to go to Facebook and Twitter, like and follow us, but for Doug McKnight, Doug the Dole Whip McKnight. There we go. go. And Derek Pretzel Sassman. This has been Rope Drop Radio. Have a good night.